Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. <laughs> Well, inshallah, we'll continue with the explanation of Al-Adhkar, Sabah, wal Masa. Inshallah, we've got, after this one, we've got another two, and then we'll finish them, inshallah. And this is just, yani, like we keep saying, it's just a reminder for ourselves so that we understand the meanings of these Adhkar. And that we should, inshallah, set some time in the morning and the evening to recite them. And as we keep saying and we keep repeating, even if you don't know them or you can't memorize them, there's no harm in reading from the phone or reading from the book. And understanding their meaning is the most important thing. Because this is what يعني, attaches the insan to his Rabb. Attaches the insan to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the constant remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as we've uncovered through the explanation of these ahadith, wallahi, they, grow, they, they hold great meanings. And from amongst those is the hadith that we're taking today, inshaAllah. And Al-Aghar al-Muzani radiyallahu anhu qal, qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, إنه لا يغان على قلبي وإني لا أستغفر الله في اليوم مئة مئة مرة رواه مسلم وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول والله إني لا أستغفر الله وأتوب إليه في اليوم أكثر من سبعين مرة رواه البخاري. This one is the dua is أستغفر الله وأتوب إليه. And in the Hasn al-Muslim, he says that this one is said a hundred times. It's said a hundred times. But as we come to know that the, the lafth, and they always give you the takhrij of al-Bukhari. But the one in Bukhari is the one that mentions seven, uh, 70 times. And with the lafth, astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. But the one in Muslim is the one that mentions a hundred times. But that one is only astaghfirullah. But the correct one is, as we'll come to know, is that there's no set number. But the first one says, sometimes, the Prophet ﷺ says, sometimes I perceive... A veil over my heart. Sometimes I feel or I perceive a veil over my heart and I supplicate Allah for forgiveness a hundred times in a day. This was the narration of Muslim. And in Bukhari, the Prophet ﷺ said, By Allah, I seek the forgiveness of Allah and repent to Him more than 70 times in a day. More than 70 times in a day. For this hadith is saying 70 and the other one is saying 100. But the one that's saying 70, the Prophet ﷺ said, I do it more than 70. But this one is indicating the minimum. The minimum is 70, and the other hadith is indicating that the maximum is 100. And anything in between that is acceptable. And some of the shurrah even said that the mention of these numbers in Arabic is what's called al-mubalagha. Yani to indicate the importance of increasing. So there's no minimum value and there's no greater value. Yani the more you can do, the better. The more istighfar you can do, the better. But as was the sunnah that the Prophet ﷺ said, more than 70, or I do it a hundred times. But if you want to follow the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ and do it a hundred times or between 70 and 100, then this is khair, inshaAllah. In the hadith of, of Muslim, he says, إِنَّهُ لَيُغَانُ عَلَىٰ قَلْبِ The Prophet ﷺ said, I feel a veil over my heart. I feel a veil over my heart. And this is, as the, the, the shurra said, this is somewhat problematic. Because the Prophet Sallallahu as Aisha radiallahu anha, when she saw him, he used to make Qiyam al-Layl, hatta tafattarat qadama. She said to him, Ya Rasulullah, why are you tiring yourself so much? 
and your past and future sins have been forgiven. He said, should I not be a grateful slave to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he has forgiven my, my past and future sins? For we know that the Prophet sallallahu sins are forgiven. Are forgiven. So how can he have this veil on his heart? And then the, the shurrah, they said that the Prophet sallallahu he sometimes would feel this veil when he would be preoccupied from the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the other affairs, مثلاً, with the affairs of the ummah. Looking after مثلاً, the, the sarai that would go out to jihad and looking after his family and looking after the sahaba. And sometimes he would be preoccupied from the dhikr and the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is why he would feel this veil on his heart. So the thing that he was doing was khair. There was great khair in it. But the closer thing and the better thing for him maybe to do was to make the dhikr of Allah. So this is why he would sometimes feel something on his heart. And the other shura said the other reason, مثلاً, is like the blink of an eye. You know, when you blink, your eye covers your, your the eyelid covers your eye, it reveals your eye. But it's for a benefit. It's for a benefit. And it moisturizes the eye and lubricates the eye so that and removes any dust. So this veiling has a benefit. And this is what it said, that this veil, when it comes on his heart, it's encouraging him to seek forgiveness and to make istighfar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for everyone else, yughanu ala qalbi is very clear. For as the Prophet said, every time a person commits a sin, a black dot comes on their heart. A black dot comes on their heart. And if they don't seek istighfar, they reach the level as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Nasallallahu salam wa al-afiya, kalla bal rana ala qulubihim ma kanu yaksibun. That this ran, the black covering on the heart, so that it doesn't know any ma'roof, no goodness doesn't know, and it, and it, it comes to the shar, it likes the shar, it, 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 it has a longing for it. But this is what the ran on the heart is, when an excess of sins, it covers the heart eventually. And we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, nasallallahu salam wa afiyah from this level. And then as in the hadith, he says, inni la astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayh. For he mentioned the Prophet sallallahu al-istighfar and at-tawbah. So what is the difference between al-istighfar and at-tawbah? And the ulama, they had many kalam around this. We'll try and make it يعني, as simple as possible. For when they, when they said, when you're mentioning them outside of the context of each other, al-istighfar and tawbah is mentioned in one. For at-tawbah has a past and it has a present and it has a future. For the past, you're seeking forgiveness and regret at what has passed before. And in the present, you leave the sin. You leave the sin and in the future you have the azima. You vow never to return to this sin again. This is what a tawbah is. And these are the shurut of a tawbah. These are the conditions of a tawbah. And as for istighfar is you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when you say astaghfirullah you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cover your sin so that you are not destroyed as a result of this sin. So that you are not destroyed as a result of this sin. Because nothing destroys a person as, a, as, a, as does an accumulation of their sins. And we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to always make us from those who seek istighfar. And secondly, you're asking Allah to, to save you from the consequences of this sin. But this is what istighfar is. And this is what they said. Every person who makes istighfar doesn't necessarily make tawbah. So, مثلاً, if you say, مثلاً, you do a sin on the spot there and you say, astaghfirullah. لَرُبَّمَا you may return to that sin and you don't have the azima, you don't have the vow to never return to that sin again. But there's a difference between them. But every person who has made tawbah, they have made istighfar. But not everyone who has made istighfar has made tawbah. And they said when they are used together, when they are used in the same context like in this one, 
But you're asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save you from يعني, the sins, from the evil consequences of the sins that have passed. And you're returning and turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save you from the consequences of any future sins you may commit. So the one, يعني, it's combining between the past and the future. That saves you from what you have committed. And that's what istighfar is. And at tawbah is that you should fall into the sin again. And that you don't vow to, يعني, to return to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For this is what it means in both contexts, يعني, when they're mentioned together. And, and, and in the case, returning back to the case of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For example, if the Prophet sallallahu doesn't have any sins and he seeks istighfar, what is the point of him seeking istighfar? And the very essence of al-istighfar is that you are turning to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You are remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you are making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So within its essence... It is a ibadah. It is a ibadah. But the reason why the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he made istighfar and he made tawbah and he told the sahaba about the number of times that he made tawbah. In the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is a great example. There is a great example. For it is a tashri' for his ummah. It is a tashri' for his ummah to show his ummah what they should be doing. What they should be doing. And يعني, شأن التوبة, يعني, we don't need to, يعني, the importance of a tawbah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has opened the door of tawbah until the sun rises from the west or until the soul reaches the throat of the person. But the door of tawbah is always open. And do not let the shaitan deceive you into thinking that you have no tawbah as a result of the sin that you keep on repeating or the magnitude of your sin. Never think that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not forgive you. But this is going down the road of despair. لا تقنطوا من رحمة الله Do not despair from the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إن الله يغفر الذنوب جميعا Even the person who makes istighfar and seeks tawbah from the greatest of sins, shirk, before they die, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive them. And as the hadith says that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala يبسط يده بالليل مسيء النهار That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stretches out his hand. يعني his hand in forgiveness for the sinner of the night to seek forgiveness in the day. And he stretches He stretches out his hand in the, in the day for the sinner of the night. For this one, that this is why they, some of the shurrah said, although the hadith here mentions, He said, in one day. They said that this dua, this istighfar can be said in the evening and in the night. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spreads out his hand for the sin of the night and for the sin of the day. So you can make this dua both in the adhkar al-sabah and as part of adhkar al-masa'an. And inshallah we'll just quickly repeat the hadith عن الأغر المزني رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إنه ليغان على قلبي وإني لأستغفر الله في اليوم مئة مرة رواه مسلم وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول والله إني لا أستغفر الله وأتوب إليه في اليوم أكثر من سبعين مرة رواه البخاري سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك شد ولا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك وجزاكم الله خيرا